All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode here of the the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, same crew as last time. You got me, Sanders, of course. My boy Dupree. What's going on, man? And I got my guy Eli with me. They got me back. Yes, sir. Boy, y'all boy straight? Because yeah. uh, I'm all right. Yeah, been a crazy day. <laughs> I'm okay, bro. Yeah, I'm good. I'm back Game in planning Ohio. for this weekend. Tight, tight. You say you say you back in Ohio? Yeah, I'm back up here in Ohio, man. Man, glad you made it safe. It's snowing up there. Uh, it did snow today a little bit. It didn't stick much, but it did snow. Cause boy, I am not gonna lie, it is cold out this way. For some odd, it's weird. Tennessee weather, bro. It's snowing, then it's back warm. Now it's cold again. Yeah, he made it through the weekend. Yeah, it's it's saying it's supposed to snow for a little minute too, but you know we'll we'll see we'll see what's going on. I ain't ready for it yet, you know. Your boy from Atlanta, so we'll see what they're talking about. If it gets to about seven inches of snow, I ain't leaving my house. So, <laughs> <laughs> Eli, what is looking like out there in Memphis? You are you in Memphis? Yeah, man, you know Memphis weather. It's cold, though. I think it rained um, earlier today. Now it's just temperature dropping. They say we're going to get some ice tomorrow, but, you know, we might see the sun. Facts. Never know. Man. So we're going to get right into it because, I mean, it's it's crazy. The last couple of episodes, you know, we've been – we ain't really said much about the NBA. And yeah. it just seemed like out of nowhere we just had an explosion of what's going on here in the NBA. Of course, the the I mean the biggest news, the hottest news in the NBA and probably it might be for the rest of this year unless something else happens. James Harden finally gets out of Houston. He gets the trade that he wants. He goes to the team that he wants to go to and goes to the Brooklyn Nets in a only blockbuster ain't even the word for it almost. It's how mind blowing that all this has happened. But a fourteen trade between the Nets, the Rockets, the Pacers, and the Cavaliers. So Brooklyn, they get James Harden, of course, and they get a second round pick from the Cavs. The Cavs get Jared Allen and Torian Prince from Brooklyn. The Pacers get uh, Karis LeVert from Brooklyn, and they get Houston's second-round pick, while the Rockets get Victor Oladipo from the Pacers, Dante Exum, a host of other players, four first-round picks between Brooklyn and Milwaukee, and four first-round pick swaps from Brooklyn. Um, I know that was a lot to take in. <laughs> For sure. Um but I guess, as always, when a trade goes down, the 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 main question is, I guess, long term, short term, what works, what works for each team, and who won the trade, who really got the short end of the stick, was it really a short end of the stick? Um, man, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, as far as who won the trade, short term, obviously, the Brooklyn Nets won the trade short term uh for sure 
when you can add James Harden, when you can add James Harden to a team that already had Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, who was before before this trade was already recognized as probably the the favorite to come out of the East, maybe outside Milwaukee, but the Nets were the favorite to come out of the East beforehand, and now you add someone that's been averaging thirty plus for the past what two three years that that makes it a little tough now <laughs> on the whole league the whole league Back. makes it a little tough so short term definitely brooklyn if 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 Kyrie comes back and he's you know that's a whole other situation if he comes back and he's ready to play ball and you get James Harden to lose some lose some of that gut you're going to be set <laughs> you're going to be set long term though the rockets won the Rockets won that with all those picks. But. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Dupree. Um short term, of course the Nets win. Um and then long term, you know, um Rockets win. Um the Nets is cheating. The Nets is cheating. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know how they did all you know all i'm gonna say and rp to kobe all my guy wanted was chris paul you know no i'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure he's looking down on heaven he's looking down talk on, about it talk about it down on earth rp to kobe i know he in heaven right now but i know he is looking down next to god himself like, look at this BS right here. <laughs> well, that's David. That's David Stern, man. That is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta talk to David Stern. He, he yeah. probably having a conversation with David Stern up there. Like, hey, hey, my yeah. boy. But you see how quick it happened, though. Like that. How quick Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie started with his stuff. Then James Harden, his that the whole James Harden situation started before the season. But James Harden said what he said about the about. Houston not being good enough. And then the next day, the next day, trade. We got it. It's over. That that's what got me. I'm like, I'm, I'm with you, Eli. I'm thinking, first of all, how how in the hell y'all pulled this off? That was my first thing, was like, how in the hell does it even get pulled off? Because we talked about it numerous of times about, you know, Harden wanting to get out. And we just kept on thinking, like, I mean, if you do that, well, what you going to give up? Like, how this going to work? And the fact that they didn't really give up that much. I mean, Levert, uh, baby girl, so Levert, I know, I know, NBA crazy with the trades. They don't make no sense. Make me cry, too. <laughs> but getting, I mean, losing Levert, Jared Allen, I mean, that kind of, that kind of stunk for Brooklyn because they kind of lost their depth, and then we already being out with the injury. He lucky, yeah, then we lucky he was injured because he would have been out. He might have been in that too. Yeah, yeah that I'm glad. Yeah, he he definitely but, been in it. I mean, but they they got to keep Joe Harris, so they 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 kept a shooter with him, and then you adding them three just all together on the team. If it goes right, like man, I I don't know. Feel like not to cut you off for when when you look at the trades that um 
the Rockets made with other teams compared to like who they wanted. Like with the Celtics, they was like they wanted Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and with Seventy uh, Sixers, they was like they wanted Ben Simmons. So for them to go to the Nets, and they really didn't get get nothing but right. future like picks, and you know what I'm saying. So you make it seem it make it seem as what's this plan? You know, like what's really going on? I mean, it it, it had to be. There's no, because there's no way that there's no way that there hadn't been any hadn't been any talks since since training camp. Since that's when we know like Harden wanted out. There's no way that there couldn't be any talks between the teams to get yeah. to finally get that done. Like I'm because. <laughs> I'm with like well, like what you said, Dupree Foot. Harden to be up there at that uh, press game post conference and to say that the team he's with not good enough, and then no, no more than twenty four hours later, boom, the trade happens. Like, how, was the talking yeah, going they, on during the game? Like, they were, they were, they were games? definitely like they definitely, they definitely been talking. They definitely been talking throughout the year. Like, there's you don't. You don't make that. You don't make that move and have not been talking throughout the year. What probably happened was they continued that. You know, all the trade rumors came out before the season. They decide. You know, they decided. Okay, the Houston wants too much. You know, we chilling, and conversations probably kept going. They were probably real close to making the deal before, and Houston was like, "Nah, that nah, we need a little bit more." And after that happened, Brooklyn probably came back. Had had Cleveland, you know, they wanted it had to be a multi a multi team deal. It had to be at least a three team deal. So probably was able to get Cleveland on board, and that just and they made some that sweetened the pot. It was like, all right, cool, we good. That's probably what happened. The conversation's been going on. You don't make that move, and it's the first time we don't talk right. since since November. We've been talking, but you just came back and sweetened the pot a little bit more, especially after what just happened. That if you made an offer that we couldn't refuse, because like I said, in the long run, they got Houston got four first round picks. Like mm-hmm. I get it. Like James Harden is that guy. He is that deal, and I'm hoping that he can, you know, he get back to you know get to playing like how we we know he can play. But four first round picks. James Harden won the first round pick to start his career. You talking about four four first round picks in a long and four run. pick swap swaps? Oh, yeah, like Houston so long run you, is gonna be set. So the crazy part about it, they got four pick swaps. So right when people do trade, if I trade a team and I get your lottery pick, if I see you have a top five pick, oh, let me get that. You can have this twenty eighth pick. Oh yeah, quick, and you can't <laughs> and you can't do nothing about it. Yes. It can't do nothing about it. Oh, you got the number three? Yeah, yeah. Let, let me let me get that off you, player. I got Come you. Come get this 16th pick. I got you. Don't, <laughs> need, don't, even worry, don't even worry about it. We'll, we'll, the dude that you was going to pick, we're going we gonna oh. to pick him. We're going to pick him for you. I got you. Yeah. So, man. I don't know, dude. This, I hope it work out because now at this point, at this point, man, for real, especially if, if Kyrie comes back and is playing the way he's supposed to play, they, I mean, the problem with the Lakers for for Brooklyn would be their front court, but they should be the favorite to win it all. 
especially if Kyrie is back and he's good with all you know with everything he got going on, they should be favored to win it all. Like you should win a championship. Yeah, you should win a championship. You should. It's too much. You would they, think. You would think. <laughs> you would, that's that, that's what you would think for sure. Obviously, you know LeBron and you know some other squads in the West gonna have a little bit something to say with that. Say about that, but with this firepower, you can easily, you could, they could easily have three dudes averaging twenty-seven points. <sighs> easily, one of them mm. might be averaging thirty. Mm. You could easily have three dudes averaging about twenty-seven points a night. And like you said, you kept Joe Harris. So you you got you still you kept some of your shooters and everything like that. Like you didn't lose. Like, Karis LeVert was a big loss, but like you said, if like Eli said, if Den would have won hurt, he'd been gone to. Now you really hurting. You really hurting now if you lose Spencer Den with him. So if they can get it together, they bet they 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 better make it to the finals. I say it like that. If they don't make it to the finals, that they that trade that trade was a fail. Yeah, I might say that's what I was just about to ask y'all. Like, like. I mean, obviously, we know what the ceiling is and what they need to reach. But if they don't, if there's no finals appearance within, heck, are we even going to say this year? Can we say, we want to go out and say this year? If there's no finals appearance, is this already a wasted trade? Like, is this a bust as Man, far as, yeah. like, for Brooklyn? Like, does it, is this a wasted, another wasted year? I was, I would, I would say so because it's not like, it's not like, this is it's the All Star break, and James Harden is just now getting to to Houston. We, I mean, how many games did they play for real? Like, they, it's not like they don't play the whole like thirty games, twelve, thirteen, maybe. You see what I'm saying? It's not like you would play thirty games or something like that. So and James Harden like, only played what five of those? Exactly. Yeah. So it's not like yeah, people talking about the chemistry and everything like that. Brooklyn's still trying to figure out who they are for real because their stars haven't been like. KD been there, but Kyrie ain't been there. So they're still trying to figure out who they are, who they are as a team. So they're going to have time to figure all that out. So you can't get into the playoffs and lose to Milwaukee or Miami. Like, you can't do it. You can't. It's too much. It, you got too much. It's just too much. It's, you got too much firepower. That's like if when LeBron went to Miami, if they would have lost to Boston before getting to the finals. Like, oh y'all tripping? This we this not working. Something got to happen. Y'all didn't even make it to the finals. And y'all got Brown, Wade, and Bosch. So I think they gotta, yeah, they gotta get to the finals, dog. They they gotta get to the finals like this year. What you think, Eli? Is, is if they don't get there, is like, is it a waste for them too? Is it a waste? Um, of course, it's a waste. If they don't get there, um, everybody would be now. The telescope is on them. Like well, you got all this superstar, you know. Now it this worse than uh, Nuggets and Clippers. Nuggets three one comeback on Clippers. Now it's like okay, so what direction do we move in? Do is um, Kyrie really a heightest, and should we move him? You know, it's already talks about how um, he been what suspended. He got to sit out games now, um, forfeiting um, his contract paychecks for those games. 
So it's like, is Kyrie becoming toxic? You know, so it, I, I, when I look at the East and how weak the East is in a sense, like, you know, the top four teams in the uh, East, you know, it's not uh, unpredictable at all. They should carry out to the finals. The question is, do they beat LeBron and AD? I don't know because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, they don't really have much front court depth at all. They're, like, very small. Yeah, that's going to be a problem with them versus the Lakers. Uh, oh, yeah, to bring that up, you get rid of Jerry Allen. Yeah. Who's, I mean, you do got DeAndre Jordan. However, you have, yeah. you have Jeff Green starring at the five. Right. Compared to then you, you have an AD and you have a Marchera Harrell. So, like Dupree said, it's the battle of the front court versus the back court. I don't know. I'm, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. They, yeah. the, the the spotlight is definitely on them. I think in particular, for sure, maybe probably on James Harden the most, just because of everything that has transpired and how he got up out of Houston. And speaking of how he got up out of Houston, one uh, former great, former NBA great, had a problem with what Harden said. And definitely disagreed on him. So, of course, Harden sat there, with, you know, saying that the team wasn't good enough and I gave the city my all. It's time to get up out of here, basically. Uh, Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> pretty much told that man, pretty much said on there on on, uh, on the TNT the other night that, <laughs> in our terms, that's cap. <laughs> <laughs> Like you ain't you ain't get to see the y'all because of how bad you were in elimination games, the past five elimination games, everything that they gave to you. And it's crazy. He broke it down. He was like, You asked for Dwight Howard, they gave it to you, you ain't win nothing. You asked for Chris Paul, they gave it to you, you ain't win nothing. Gave you some shooters, still really didn't work. You asked for your homeboy, you asked for Westbrook, that didn't work. He already gone too. Yeah, I mean, at one point, at what point, where do you say, like, you gave the city your all and they pretty much gave you everything that you wanted and you really didn't deliver for them? So do y'all have a problem with what Shaq said? Was he right? Was he wrong? Or not even a, a right or wrong thing. Like, was the way that he delivered it, was it appropriate? We talking about Shaq. Shaq yeah. is a proven, you know, Hall of Famer, proven champion. He took a team to the finals by him. I know they do like to, they live by the three, die by the three, running gun offense. But as do in what situation, certain situation, close game situations, do you change that up at point in time? Um, also, they, uh, Speaking of Chris Paul, um, you know, the game seven, he did go game six. Actually, he did go down with injuries and then they shipped him out of there. So do you think uh, they should have ran one back with Chris Paul before they got him out of there? Was Westbrook the right move to the Rockets? I don't think so. 
you know, me personally think Westbrook need his own team. I feel like he toxic too, but that's <laughs> for another day. So you you take all those factors into consideration. However, I don't think it's slow, 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 uh, solely should be on James Harden because one, he's a walking bucket. You know, any team will want James Harden, no matter who it is. He can go out there and win you games with ease. Like his first game back, he put up a comfortably forty and seventeen with ease. So, yeah, that's my take on that. I, before you go, Dupree, I mean, I, I feel that, but I, I think it's more so like we talking about that, but that's just a regular game. Like, I think that's the, yeah. I think that's just the mo that he got right now. It's like. Regular season, you putting up the numbers, it's cool. All the numbers is cool. The consecutive 30, 40 point games is cool. The MVP is cool. But like some people feel like, you know, he shrinks in the playoffs. In the playoffs. And, and I think, and I mean, to a certain extent, I do agree with you. I don't think it's all solely on James Hart. Um, I ain't, I never been a fan of Mike Dan. Um, honestly. So, I never thought that play style would ever win championships anyway, but I mean, obviously it's something that fit for Harden because they, you know, they wanted to make sure everything ran through him was, you know, casually made for him, for him to be in control that this was his franchise. So although to a certain extent, yes, it's not solely upon him, but I think it's just like, it's just like in anything when you compare it here in sports, just like the quarterback position. You know, it's not always solely on the quarterback, but who who gets praised when they win, who gets the blame when they lose. When you supposed to be that guy, that franchise guy of your team, they're gonna be the first person you look at. So is it fair? No. But i I guess it's just the nature of the beast with it. Yeah, man. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Earlier, I didn't particularly agree with with what Shaq said, but hearing hearing Eli, hearing you, I agree with him because what other stars in the league have their own team get what get what they ask for as far as players, uh, teammates, things like that, and then don't deliver, and then turn around and say, oh, the team not good enough. Well, who are you to say the team not good enough? Were we good enough when we when we got Dwight Howard and that didn't work out and we got him up out of here? Then we turn around and you want to, and we got Chris Paul and that didn't work and we got rid of him. That we bring in Westbrook, and that didn't even last for a year. For a two year, that went one season. Yeah, that's not gonna work. So who was really the problem? How you, I mean, granted, I will say James Harden, it was like James Harden never showed up, like like he, you know, the load, like he, you know, he didn't do all the load management and all that type of stuff. Like he didn't do all that. He showed up every night to play, but 
like you said, Sanders is okay. He's he's has shrunk. He shrinks in big moments. When you need him to come through, he ain't really came through. So yeah, you gave everything to the city, but the franchise gave you everything that you, everybody, and everything that you wanted. We gave it to you, and we don't have a championship. Not one. You blew a lead. You blew a lead in the series before. You had you had a chance to go to the finals and couldn't hit the side of a the side of a wall, side of a building, and lost the game seven at home. Like what like what exactly like you gave everything you had, but who are you? Who are you to say? Like, especially like, that's like you showed up. You showed up to the season. You showed up this season at least fifteen pounds overweight. And granted, yeah, he still did his thing. But you showed up fifteen pounds overweight, and they got the nerve to say that the team not good enough. How about you get in shape? Do some sit ups. Quit going out the parties. Four PL stuff, bro. Like four pockets. Honey buns. Honey buns. I like James Harden. I mess with him, man. But I ain't trying to hear that, man. Because the he the way the way he for the way he forced himself out of Houston, I don't, I don't rock with it. Yeah, I don't rock with so, it. So I do have a question I want to ask. Yeah. Do you think the uh, Rockets organization tried to sit down with Harden to see what more they can do to keep him? And do you think those details would come out maybe later down the line? I think they talked to that man. They, I mean, they, bro. At one point, they tried to offer that man fifty million a year. Come on, they talked to that man. No. They tried yeah. to offer him fifty million a year. I mean, yeah, they did. We, they did. I don't think the money. I don't think the money mattered no more. Yeah, they, we, they can. They, they think that's, that's, that's the franchise player right there. Franchise yeah. player. Until right. little technical difficulties there, um, but. As I was saying, uh, I know different players through different areas go through certain things to where they don't get a ring. You know, I mean, anybody who played back in the 60s, you had to deal with Bill Russell. Uh, Anybody in the 80s had to deal with Magic and Bird. Most players in the 90s had to deal with Jordan. Uh, Early 2000s, you had to deal with the Lakers. And, I mean, I I guess for, you know, Harden and them at that time, their, their problem was the Warriors, but I really think him and CP3 could have ran it back one more time. Because honestly, we talking about we all know it. If Chris Paul don't get that hamstring injury, they would have beat him. They get him. So why not try to run it back one more time? They def- they would have won that game seven at home because Chris Paul wouldn't have missed the shots that James Harden was missing. He would have kept them. He would have kept them afloat and. Held on to that lead. Then they I go like over. Then they go like over twenty something from they three. Like over like twenty six. Like for a stretch, they were like over twenty six. Yeah, like seven straight misses. Couldn't get I a think three points. A great not to cut you out, Dupree. Now you good. In that system, Chris Paul works well because he's a great uh, floor general, great floor mm-hmm. coach, facilitator. So he knows when to slow the tempo down. Hey. Stop shooting the threes. Let's get some looks to uh, Clint. You know what I'm saying? 
And let's, you know what I'm saying, let's just work it. Because right now, the threes ain't it. So let's find a way to move the ball around to find the open man to then yes. knock down threes. Exactly, yep. We work, work, work. Then once we find it, okay, and we get one to knock it down, all right, now let's let's get to cooking now. But, yeah, they definitely I, – I feel that. I think they should I – mean, they could have ran it back. I think they could have ran it back because, I, I mean, it's the same thing and it's a whole different team. But they lost Oklahoma City with KD and Russ. They they were up. They were up and had the Warriors beat. I thought they should have ran that back. Obviously, KD was a free agent, so he could do whatever he wanted to do. CP3 and Harden had the Warriors on their heels. I think they I think they could have got him if Chris Paul didn't get hurt. So it, it's well, you know, like we'll we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see what's up with 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 the Nets. If like I said, I told y'all James Harden gonna lose 15 pounds real quick. <laughs> by the time by the time All Star by the time the All Star break hit, he gonna he'll be back to his normal playing weight and he's gonna be ready to roll for sure. But it's it's whether or not the Nets can get to the get to the finals and hang with the Lakers. Like we say, it's they don't have they don't have the the bodies in the front court now getting rid of uh, Jared Allen. So that back court has has got to has got to carry that team. Has got to ter- carry that team with with Harden and Kyrie and and KD. Now with the. With the backcourt, this backcourt duo that they got with James Harden and Kyrie, um, what's going on with Kyrie Irving and everything that he's been, I don't even want to say dealing with, but I guess, you know, his situation. Um, you know, he's basically, he hadn't played, heck, I couldn't even tell you how the last time he played in a game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Honest, I couldn't tell you last time he played in the game, and you know, he's been out for quote unquote personal reasons, but there hasn't really been that much communication between him and Nets. And then there's a video they say that's out with him at a family function with no mask, and there's that of deal with protocols with the NBA and all that stuff like that. It's just, oh man. With with all this going on, and then the trade happening, does this does this bring Kyrie back in, or is he still gonna be like I'm a, I'm doing my thing, like whatever? Before we get again to that, let me just say I don't, I, in a sense like that, I don't agree with the NBA the NBA uh, COVID protocols because mm-hmm. he's not affecting the entire league. Now, granted, he is affecting his team, so I feel like it should be GM, owner, coach who deals with team protocols as far as COVID go and not Adam Silver finding um, Kyrie 50000 for something that's not going to affect the Portland Trailblazers when they don't play them until March. You know, you and now you ain't playing ball no more. You got to let somebody know. Or stop playing basketball. If we can't, if we can't rely on you to be here, let's just stop playing. Just stop playing. Cause we got to be able to know. We got to know, especially me as a teammate. I got to know whether you're gonna be here night in and night out, and not oh uh, yeah, Kyrie here for for three nights, and then all of a sudden you turn around, look up, and 
four four games gone, and we don't know what Kyrie Irving at. No, you can't have it when you're trying to win a championship. So either you need to he either figure out how he can do both or focus on one. I would not be mad at Kyrie if he if he decided he did not want to play ball and he wanted to focus on the social justice reform. I would not be upset at that. I mean, you got to pick one. Yeah, I mean, nobody. I don't think nobody. Like I said, I, like we talked about early beforehand. Uh, amongst the rest of you know the the crew that we all know, um, I think we all in agreement that no one has a problem with what he's doing. Like n- no one has a problem with that. We ain't trying to stop that at all. Like we not trying to hate on that, rain on uh you know rain on rain on his parade or anything like that with that. Um, continue to do that. Continue to do that work. I mean because. He, you know, it's a lot of stuff that he has done and is doing that don't get talked about like that anyway. They just bring out, you know, they try to make it seem like it's just real negative about the way that he's doing stuff. But I also, I mean, I agree with y'all as well. It's just like figure out to have that. He he can do it, too. I don't know why he's not trying to because he can do it. You can figure out to have that balance. You can do that balance to where you can still go out there and do what you know you get paid to do what you should love to do as well not even thinking about the money what you should love to do as well and then still be able to be that advocate for change uh social justice uh, all of that you can definitely balance that out he needs to find that balance like if he can't find that balance then it's just like what you said Dupree he need to pick one or the other um I would rather you, I don't want you to just, as the other people like to say, just shut up and dribble. Um, if you can find a way to do both, do it, which there's no if about it. He can definitely do it. I just think he's just choosing not to really do it. And it's like, he know that, I know, we all know that he can multitask that to get both of this done. Um, I just need him to come to his senses <laughs> and, you know, not do all the extra stuff. Like I don't like the sage in in the Boston Garden. I I thought that was unnecessary. You know, like let's let's not cause any more what people might think negative attention to yourself on this because now that we got this trade going down that what this went down and we got another top player in the league here on y'all squad. Like the microscope was already big on y'all. Now it's bigger. And yeah, and, and you don't need any, is, yeah. yeah, there's they don't need any more distractions or any type of just negativity negativity that's gonna be going on within that team because I feel like now at this point the only team that can stop the Brooklyn Nets is the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, James Harden already got his own set of set of stuff he got to deal with. So like you said, you don't want to add on to that with being with being Kyrie. I well. We'll, we'll see, man. That we gotta. It's a lot that we gotta. We gotta see. We gotta see all three of them on the court together for, first before we declare them, you know, NBA champions. Anyway, so they gotta get it together on the, on the court. So Kyrie got to come on to get it together. Yeah, they are who we thought they were. Yeah, we gonna yeah exactly. So we, if you want a crown, <laughs> yep. 
That's the thing. All we right, can't we can't right, crown them yet. Great. They gotta they gotta they gotta go do it. They gotta get it together before we can give them that Larry O'Brien. So, hey, <sighs> boy. Well, that's enough. That's enough for the basketball talk, bro. We can we can go ahead and move on. To the to the to the big leagues over in the NFL, cause wait, oh, you like you got something else you want to say? Yeah, you got to get on your man Kendrick Perkins. Oh, oh, with the 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 LeBron comment. What the did LeBron. he say? Oh, what did man. he say? So, <laughs> man, <laughs> basically, Perkins. Pretty much was just like, all right, this is, I'm finna quote him. This is his tweet. Quote, I don't need to be convinced that Brian is the GOAT. It's stamped. But if this next team can make it out the East and Brian takes care of them, he's the undisputed GOAT. Beating two super beating two super teams today is greater than six and oh in the nineties. Carry on. No comment. Sway. Look. Y'all know what's going on with KP, man. He young, up and coming. He in the in the media game. He, you know, he trying to he trying to find his niche. I think his niche is to to say the wild stuff. I think he gonna be the I think he gonna be the one to say the wild stuff all the time. So, no com- no comment. I, don't, <laughs> I ain't even finna. No comment. No, I want to say on that matter. How can you single out LeBron? When you have ESPN rankings have at right now have LeBron and AD as the top two players in the league, regardless of KD back, Curry back, you know, and them linking up. The the um, consensus has these um, players as the top two players in the league right now. So you have the top two players on the same team. So I, the fact, I get what you're saying. Yep. The fact, no, and it's not even that. The fact, granted, granted, LeBron, I fi- I understand the LeBron joint comparison. How people have to team up to beat LeBron, just like people tried to team up to beat Jordan, because LeBron stopped a lot of Hall of Fame ballot, first round ballot people from getting rings. Facts. Just like jo- just like Jordan stopped a lot of Hall of Fame first round ballots from getting rings. However. We not about to act like LeBron is out here, Daniel Daniel son, uh, Daniel and Goliath just slaying the Giants by himself. <laughs> like we not finna, we not finna do that. Like for him to say he's the undisputed goat if he go and defeat James Harden, KD, and Kyrie by himself, like he don't have AD, like he don't have the uh, reigning six man of the year. And two contenders for six mans of the year in Kuzma and Dennis Strodel. A, yeah. a former a former defensive player of the year, Marcus Oz. Uh, yeah. You know although although he is we, he, he is getting old, but you know, so we name hey, hey, we if we name it the accolades, yeah. Yeah, but hey, yeah, we, that's not that forgetting. You that know what? True. I will I will comment. You absolutely right, Eli. I'm tired of this. You, the two top, the the top two players in the league on the same team. What super teams we talking about? What is we talking about? He's the undisputed goat. He got the second best player in the league right, sitting next to him in the locker room. They should be Brooklyn. 
and they have the chemistry because they just played. Regardless, you want to say the bubble or the season, they already True. have the chemistry. Vets have to figure out their chemistry. So yeah, so why, so why would it be? Oh yeah, LeBron is just—he's just the goat now because he beat—he beat Brooklyn. Or yeah, if Brooklyn's to get, if Brooklyn's even gets to the finals, he get he beats Brooklyn when you got the second best player sitting right next to you in the locker room. Scottie Pippen won the second best player in the league when at some, at one point. Let me let me slow down. At one point, he probably was, but but all the teams they played against, a lot of people won't say he was better than uh, Ewing when he was hot or Charles Barkley when he was hot or like all these te- like come on man, yeah, I, I ain't trying to hear that. I ain't, bro. I'm already. I was already hot before we got on the show, man. I ain't even finished. Yeah, man. I told y'all. Look, I I know. Look, bro. I I think it's just a Boston Celtic thing. Uh, cause you know Paul Pierce say some wild stuff too. I think it's just a Boston Celtic thing, and I'm just, and I'ma just leave it at that. Paul Pierce said Luca was him, but okay, go on, man. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? He said what? Oh, you ain't never you ain't hear that before, bro. Oh, oh my gosh, let's go to the next subject, please. Please, <laughs> I told you please, it's a Boston man. it's a Boston oh, Celtic thing. Please, bro. let's go to the next subject. <laughs> he he said, Luca buy him or himself, bro. Please, don't get me hey, wrong, bro. Paul Pierce, you was hooping. But you not no Luca. Hey. Oh my gosh! Hey, Paul Pierce said he created the step back. What you mean? Please go to the NFL playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Per request, <laughs> we let's 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 just dive right into it, bro. So tomorrow matchups, we got the Rams and the Packers and the Bills and the Ravens. I mean, man. I tell you, first thing first is just catch my eyes from is with the Rams and the Packers. That matchup between Jalen Ramsey and Devontae Adams, I can't wait. I I just can't wait. I just want to see what's gonna happen. Uh, I mean, arguably probably the, probably one of the arguably one of the best corners in the league against arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league. The way that that defense, the way that they shut down Russell Wilson and company um, last week. And they are going to have Aaron Donald. He says he's good to go. And against, as uh, Stephen A. Smith like to say, that bad man, Aaron <laughs> Ross, who who probably is, if I had to vote, MVP uh, of the league this year. And then with the Ravens and the Bills, I mean – and the AFCs to me, them the two hottest teams right now. I mean, the the Bills hasn't lost since the the Hail Mary that Kyler Murray threw on them, and and the Ravens. I mean, they've been they've been on the road too. Just the two hottest teams. I mean, you know, can Lamar keep this going? Can Josh Allen keep this going? Like, what what y'all think? What y'all takes on everything that's gonna happen with uh tomorrow's matchups first? These, I think these. I think tomorrow's games are going to be the best games of the weekend. Yeah. Um, as far as if we're comparing Saturday versus Sunday, I think Saturday's games are going to be better than, as a whole, going to be better than um, the games on Sunday. Uh, that that both of them are, but both of them are intriguing. 
but that 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 Rams Packers man, like that defense, that defense, that Rams defense versus that Packers offense is that's that's that's. I mean, that's almost like a Super Bowl matchup. Like that's the matchup when the the year when Seattle just beat the brakes off the Broncos. You had number one defense versus number one offense. But in this case, you're getting it in the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, my biggest thing is is once again, Jared, Jared Goff is your starter. Jared Goff is still dealing with the whole, his surgery and everything with his thumb. What did they score last week? 20, 20 points? Uh, who they the scored Rams? 30. They, scored, no, they got 30. 30. Yeah, they, they got 30. 30. But they scored 30, 30 against, against, a, against a division opponent. They they're gonna have to figure some out on offense because I don't. This defense is 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 great, but I don't see them stopping Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams tomorrow, man. I'm I'm always gonna take the receiver in the receiver DB matchup. I'm biased like that. I'm be biased. Yeah. I'm taking Devontae Adams, but you t- it's it's gonna be cold. It's it's supposed to be snowing a little bit. Like it's you in LA. This is not a favorable matchup. And when, when to give an example, when the Packers played the Titans a couple a couple weeks ago, that was the Sunday night game. That was the biggest game of the day. Like that's this going to be a great matchup. The Titans just it was snowing. The Titans just couldn't handle it. They just could not handle that weather. Like the Packers are they 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 do this. This is what they do. Is if it's snowing on Sunday, it, it it does not affect them offensively or defensively. They still throw the ball like it's it's seventy five degrees outside. So I, that matchup, but yeah, that matchup with that offense versus that defense, and then the Ravens and the the Ravens and the Bills. Like you say, you had the two hottest teams really coming into the playoffs, getting ready to play each other. The weather's the weather will be a a big factor in this game as well. But I, I'm gonna tell you this, and I'm gonna let Eli go. If if it is bad weather tomorrow in Buffalo. If Lamar Jackson could find his footing on that turf, it, it it might it's gonna be a long day. If he can find his footing on that turf, if it's if it's snowing, Buffalo might be in some trouble. Yeah, I agree. Um, as far as the Packers and the Rams, I take it a step farther. I feel well. Let me say, I think the Rams can stop Packers. The Packers. I don't think they can stop them for a whole game, though, like they did the Seahawks. They stopped them the whole game. I feel like second half, I feel like it's going to be a close second, uh, close first half, close first half, um, maybe 14-10. Second half, I think A-Rod come out throwing bombs and run off on the Rams. That's my prediction. As far as the Ravens and Buffalo, now you know. Ravens flop, man. I don't even know why we <laughs> hey. I don't even know why we having this conversation, but for the sake of easy money, we gonna have this conversation, you know. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be honest, I am a little biased, so I will admit I, I this is a biased opinion. We ain't losing no Buffalo. You hear me? I don't get catfish, Buffalo, cod, tilapia. 
<laughs> whatever it is, you hear me? <laughs> if it if it's a bill, it get folded. I'm telling you, you know. Oh uh, my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> you, if it's a bill, it's gonna get folded. That's all I know. Um, come on, I got the Ravens with ease. Boy, you crazy, boy. Oh man. So yeah, who who you taking? Who you taking in both games, uh Dupree? Who what you got? Uh, all right, in the in the Rams Packers, Rams Packers, I'm gonna go with the Packers because because of Aaron Rodgers, dog. Like I think like I I'm just going with the like the Rams will obviously lean heavily on their run game. Um in this game, especially if it's inclement weather with Jared Goff, you know, you know, being kind of handicapped with his hand, they will lean on that run game. But I don't I don't think that's gonna be enough, man. Yeah, I think it's Aaron Rodgers will make the plays. Even I mean he's played against great defenses before. Um and he's done this thing. I think they'll at home they'll get it done and they'll beat the Rams. So I'm taking the Packers. Score wise I'll take the Packers. I'll take the Packers 31 20. I'll take the mm. Packers 31 20. I had it. I don't know. That's what I had. That's crazy. That's what yep. I was thinking in my head. Uh, not to uh, cut you off. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Now, Ravens and Bills. I'm kind of torn. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of torn because for weeks on this show, I have raved about the Bills. Have I not said this? Facts. I have raved about the Bills. Last week, I picked the Ravens to beat the Titans because I believed in, in Lamar. With that defense did Baltimore, talking about Baltimore, with that defense did to the Titans last week was, is something that, that we haven't seen anybody do <laughs> to the Titans since Derrick Henry has been there. Especially when, since he's been these past two, three years when he's become King Henry. We have not seen him just shut down like that before. And Buffalo does not have a – Buffalo does not have – a running game that compares to Tennessee's. And Buffalo has given up a lot of yards on the on the ground to teams that can run the football but aren't the number one rushing attack in the NFL. I if the what it, it don't even matter. I'm gonna roll with the Ravens. I'm gonna roll with the Ravens. Eli, I'm 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 sticking with you. I'm gonna go with the Ravens to win tomorrow because of that defense. Like I said, I yeah, I don't think Indianapolis defense is good as well, but I don't think they had a DB that could match up with Stefan Diggs. And I think Baltimore has it with Marlon Humphrey. I think that defense is gonna make some plays tomorrow. Not a low scoring game though. Yeah, I think they're gonna make some plays tomorrow. They'll steal some possessions and get Baltimore and Lamar Jackson back on the back on the uh back on the field. And I think 
like I said, if he's able to find his footing, it it's, it's going to be a long day. It's, it's tough when you're chasing him already, but when you're chasing him and it's snowing, so you got to try to run faster on snow, that might make it a little tough as well. But I'm I'm going to go with the Ravens in a close one. I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens. 27-21 Ravens. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams-Packers. I'm going to go 31-13. Um, I think it's a close first half. 31-13. Oh, Packers. Yeah, 31-13 Packers. Uh, I think it'll be a close first half, like what you said, Eli. But I just think it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be only so much that defense can do. And if Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers kind of figure it out, make the adjustments that they make, and they do what they gotta do, I think they pull away in the second half too. So I I say 31-13. Packers. Uh ooh, Ravens and Bills though. Man, I'm gonna go against the grain against y'all. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I learned my I learned my lesson the first week. I'm not gonna do it again. Um I mean I do. I'm with you, Dupree. I really do love and and like watching that Buffalo Bills team. But I think we're going to see the matchup that we were supposed to see last postseason. And I think we're going to get it. I think we're going to get it this year. I think, I think we, we owe, we're owed that. Um, so I'm going to go with the Ravens too. I'm going to go with the Ravens too. Uh, I think it's going to be close as well. I'm going to say, I'm going to go 21-17 Ravens over the Bills. So we all in agreement with the Ravens. In the Packers for Saturday. Sunday, we got the defending Super Bowl champion, uh, Kansas City Chiefs playing against the Cleveland Browns. And then we got um, the History Bowl um, between <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. Mm. How y'all feeling and the predictions? Whoever want to go first. Okay, let me say this. With the uh, Chiefs and Browns. Yeah. The Browns have a chance to win. And this is how they win. Keep the ball out of Mahomes' hands. And they can do that by feeding Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and not uh, relying on Baker to make plays. If Chubb can uh, mass 200 yards and Hunt can get a little over 100, the Chiefs might be in trouble. And I'm just say that. I still got the Chiefs winning. However, the possibilities are high for the Browns. Plus, they are riding great momentum. And we saw what happened. Now, I know Mahomes is nothing like, you know what I'm saying, the Ravens or, you know, whatever. But 
you see what happened with when a team rests and another team who plays the uh division around royal card has that rhythm has that momentum what ends up happening with a team who's on a bye week so yeah no nah, i agree no nah, yeah i agree with that i mean you i mean that you brought up a good point and this is last year and last year is last year i ain't you know i know you're not worried about it but the Titans got high at the end of the year. They rolled, rolled into Fox, bro. Beat New England. Baltimore was on the bye. And they, like I said, they were hot and rolled into Baltimore and beat Baltimore and went to the AFC Championship. So that is, that's a very good point. Um, with, yeah, this game is, is solely just like I said last week with the Browns. You turn around. If you make a midfield and you hand the ball off to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and then you make your plays in the passing game, play action and all that type of stuff, make make plays when your legs when you have to, but your running attack is what you need to lean on. Because the Chiefs, they'll give up some yards, and that's your strength of your offense is the run game. So you need to be able to run the football tomorrow, like you said, to keep that offense off the field and you have got to score touchdowns. You cannot kick field goals against this team. As fast, as quick as they can score, field goals not going to cut it. Field goals are not going to cut it. They're getting, they're getting a little healthier as well. The defensive side of the ball, they're getting Denzel Ward back um, in the secondary. So I'm pretty sure he'll be matched up with Tariq Hill. Um, but, yeah, they have got, they got to score touchdowns. Uh, as far as that, that Chiefs. And Browns games go, and then the Buccaneers and Saints. I mean, Sanders, correct me if I'm wrong, but can they both lose? Like, can both teams lose? No, it's the playoffs, Dupree. Somebody has to win. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I. <laughs> <laughs> if both teams could lose, I, I really, you know, I, I would feel fine with that i would literally be okay <laughs> but since they since you're saying they can't uh it's hard to beat a team three times i'm not even gonna get it i i could care like i yeah the saints blew them out you know the first two times and they did this and did that it's hard to be a team twice in a year let alone three times and three times when you got the goat Everybody calls him the GOAT. You got the GOAT on the other side. Beating him three times in one season. This is the matchup that everybody that we want. This is one of the matchups as far as quarterbacks go that we wanted to see for a long time. We always want, you know, we wanted to see Brady, Brady versus Rodgers. Uh, now, you, you know, you got Mahomes in there. We we got the, the, the Brady versus Manning matchup, both Manning brothers a couple times. But we wanted to see that Breeze versus Brady matchup. In a in a meaningful game, and this is it right here. This is for a chance to go to the NFC Championship, potentially for New Orleans to host if if the Packers lose. New Orleans could host the NFC Championship game, and then for Tampa Bay is to continue. Bruce Arians said it's, it's Super Bowl a bust, and you playing for a chance to host the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is in Tampa for this year, so did I mean. 
this is this is just really this is really just a a grudge match. That's it. Really just a grudge match. Man. It's crazy. I think we all thinking thinking the same thing about with uh <clears throat> Cleveland and Kansas City. I mean, of course, they definitely gotta play ball control, keep the ball away uh from from uh Pat Mahomes and them to keep them off the field. And do you do y'all not think that Kareem Hunt ain't geeked for this game, bro? Like Oh yeah. I know he is geeked like itching can't wait i know it i know it it's he is probably pulling pulling his uh he's doing probably his taking in his uh, entering in his own michael jordan he probably taking it it's, it this is personal for me he he probably in that realm right now he ready yeah. for it. um i know he wants to ball out against them I mean, that's is there like you said? Is there a chance to beat them? Yes, it's a, I mean, it's a chance to beat any team. No one, it, it's it's not a guarantee for Kansas City just to walk through everybody and repeat. Because in the famous words of Coach Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. So you get you got to play the game first, you know, what I'm saying in order for you to even win. So we just can't give it to them and think that's it, and then. I just got a I got a weird feeling about that Bucks Saints game because I'm with you on that too, Dupree. I think it's hard to beat a team three times in one season. It's hard to do it, and I just know if Tampa come out on top, I know something. <laughs> if they if they come out on top, I know something. If they win Sunday, I know something. Like at that point, I'm. <laughs> I wouldn't be really close, but I'd be. It'll be almost coming out of my mouth to say, "Why even play the NFC Championship game?" Because somehow, some way, they're gonna win that too and host the Super Bowl for this man, Tom Brady. Like, I don't know. But I think another thing Cleveland has to withstand too is even if they do go ball control, what if Kansas City comes back and they score quickly in two plays, three plays? Four plays. Um, can they withstand that to where, say they go, they go seven, eight plays, but only get a field goal, and then Kansas City come back five plays, six plays, touchdown. Because you don't want to. That's one team. I mean, you don't never want to get down, but Kansas City, and you don't want to get down on because it's gonna be hard to come back on them. Because I mean, the, the, everybody talks about the the offense, but the defense is very underrated. I mean. Chris yeah. Jones is a beast. Oh yeah. So I don't know. It's gonna be hard to say, but y'all know what time it is, bro. Make the predictions. <laughs> uh Chiefs Browns. I'm back in Northeast Ohio, Sanders. So, (laughs) uh, I'm I'm going with the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will win this game, but I am not a hundred percent 
confident in picking the Chiefs for this reason. I'm I I don't like the fact the Chiefs get a lot of they get a lot of excuses made for them because of how potent they are, how lethal they are as an offense and the coaches. A lot of people love to say, oh, well, they're just bored and they just they're just bored. They were just bored with this game and they know they can pull away and jump, you know, they can score and do whatever they want to do at any moment in time and this, that, and the third. I've heard that a lot, especially over that last stretch of the season where they were winning games by six, seven, three points. Uh, They just, they weren't interested, this, that, and the third, yada, yada, yada. I don't, these excuses, I don't want to hear none of these, they weren't interested in all that type of stuff. The teams that they were playing were playing them tough, and they couldn't figure out. They couldn't pull away like they thought they could. Patrick Mahomes is great, but he ain't Superman. If you play defense and get to him, this Chiefs team can be beat. And the Browns can get to the quarterback. So I'm picking the Chiefs, but I'm going to tell you something right now. I would not be surprised. Don't be surprised if you look up at this game to, on Sunday and it's tight going into the fourth quarter with the way the Browns play ball. But I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs. The spread is 10. I'm going to go Chiefs 38-28. 38-28 Chiefs. And then the the... The Bucks and the Saints, like I said, both these teams could lose, it, you know. But um, like it's it's to be the team three times in a row. Really, for me, is what team would I rather see uh play to go to the Super Bowl? And I can I cannot stand the Saints, but I'm gonna roll with the Saints, man. I think the Saints are going to get it done. I think the Saints will get it done. I think they'll find a way to beat Tom Brady again. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But I think they'll find a way to beat Tampa Bay. I'm going to go New Orleans. I think it's going to be a shootout, too. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. I'm going to go New Orleans. 41-35, New Orleans. For me, I have Chiefs 35-21. And I had a book. Excuse my voice. I got the books. 32-28. Mm. Close one. Mm. All right, I'm going. I'm going with the Chiefs too, but I think the Browns cover. 
I think they can get it under ten. I, I think it's gonna be closer than what people think. I mean, now if somehow some if somehow the Chiefs end up blowing them out, then you know I ain't gonna be surprised by that either. But I still think it's the Chiefs. I'm gonna go. Uh, 34 34 20 34 27 I think it'll be closer than uh, other people think but I still think the Chiefs will get it done I'm going to say Chiefs 34 27 and damn damn what you do pre do I really got to pick a winner in this game <laughs> I mean, I I don't care for the Bucks, but I would love to see the Saints lose. But I don't really care for the Bucks either. They could lose too. For all I care for. That's um, what I'm saying. Like have it end in the tie like they do in the regular. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, but I just think they'll find a way to where it's gonna be Rogers versus Brady, and. This would be the last hoorah that we see of Drew Brees. So I'm going to go with the Bucks. I think it's going to be close, too, because it's not going to be blowouts like it had been the other two games. It's definitely going to be close. Um, But I'm going to go with, especially with Tampa Bay getting um, Devin White back, which, I mean, I know he was – because he, I don't think he played in the wild card game. I think he's back from the COVID list, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm going to go with Tampa Bay uh, 28-24. So we are all in agreement on the picks except for this this Bucks saints game, right? Because Dupree, you went Saints, and me and Eli, we went Tampa. Yeah, I went with the Saints, man. No. I don't – to all my Atlanta fans, man, don't get mad at me. I'm going with the Saints. Yeah, I mean, really don't even matter, but can't, <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait. This is going to be a great weekend, another great weekend of football. Um, catch, up on your, catch up on your hoops, too, this weekend as well as we – to see what happens with – Brooklyn and all these other teams and everything that's going on. I just heard Andre Drummond went for 30 and 20, 33 and 23. I mean, it was against the Knicks, but. Hey, when, when the last time he bought out like that? 33 and 23 is. Hey, you got to give a man credit for that. Oh, yeah, you, you <laughs> hooping, hooping. For real. But, man, uh, another end to another great episode. Man, I appreciate y'all being out here with me again, um, like always. So, man, whoever want to go first, go ahead with y'all shout-outs. All right. Always, first and foremost, shout-out to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for, you know, bringing us to another episode. Um, Always stay safe, wear your mask. Uh, continue, you know, to do the things that you know, we need to do to get this pandemic under control and things of that nature. Um, continue to check and uh, let let the people that's important in your life know that you love them, you care about them, 
Um, and uh, I'll just I'll kind of echo something I said before, man. Continue to um, strive and fit. You know, find your purpose. Which what your purpose is in life, man. Um, just you know, everybody. There's a re- there's a reason you're here. I want yeah. everybody to know there's a reason that you're here. There's a reason why you're still breathing. Um, that you're still you still have um, breath in your lungs, man. So find as long as you're here, there's a reason why you're here. So find your purpose and do once you find it, do whatever you can to fulfill that purpose and um, in whatever capacity that is. So that's all that, man. That's it. That's it. Man, shout out to really shout out. I want to do this. Uh, and hopefully I got Sanders approval. Shout out to everybody that's uh, creating and generating these podcasts. I do be listening around um, and I'm enjoying the conversation, you know, especially, you know what I'm saying, from my different people, from, as you know, Easy Money Sport Podcast to They Not Ready to the Playbook to the Men's Room to the Pine Podcast. Like, Creating these the um, podcasts are the new conversational wave, and I'm actually enjoying it. You know, it's um, something to listen to and be entertained by as you going about your day. So, shout out to everybody doing big things with their podcasts, man. All right, for sure. Major love, bro. Major love, definitely. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> but uh, man, oh, was that all? Was that all you had, Eli? You had nothing? You had, yeah. you had nothing else, Eli? Nah, I think he good. Bet, bet. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. But nah, nah, definitely for sure. Shout out to everybody who uh, out here creating um a podcast, man. All of them, like I said, like I know our boy Charles, they not ready. Um, my guy Jimmy, first and foremost, um, that's a great podcast, podcast as well. I mean, uh, it's, it's so many that I can't even name off the top of my head either. So many people that's out here creating and getting the platform, uh, creating their platform out here for everyone to speak on. That's on any topic sports, life, politics, religion, anything in general like that. that um folks are out here uh just you know talking about um giving the giving us the you know the opportunity and the free the freedom to to do this um for sure um man shout out to shout out to mama and papa sanders shout out to the to the big man upstairs for sure shout out to the to, to jesus christ and to god um man shout out shout out once again of course to both babies, my girl and baby girl. Um, she made another another cameo again earlier today. <laughs> um man, continue to stay safe, stay prayed up, um, protect yourselves at all times, wear your mask, protect black women, love black women, cherish black women. Um no means no. No means no. No, wherever you're at. Um, just show respect to others and to yourselves first and foremost. Show and um, man, peace, love, and tran- tranquility, man. Um, this has been another great episode of the Easy Money Sportscast. 
If you haven't by now, please listen, subscribe, tell a friend, tell your mama them, tell your cousin them, tell your auntie them. Man, tell whoever. Um this this is this thing is getting is just getting better and better for sure. Um so once again, this is another episode here of the Easy Money Sports Podcast, and we will see y'all definitely sometime next week. Go Terriers. <laughs>